Hello, hello. Welcome back to another day of Things You Should Know. In today's episode, we're going to go part two of how to navigate work politics. If you heard last week's podcast, we actually dive into part one of how to navigate work politics, and that episode really focuses on deciding if dealing with politics, work politics, is even what you want to do. Right? Is it even worth it for you? Depending on your goals and where you are in your life. So, if you're interested in listening and learning, um, deciding essentially if dealing with work politics is even worth your time, listen to the first podcast、uh, before this one. But today, we're gonna actually dive deep and sharing tips on the details once you have decided that yes, you know, whatever the reason is. That you do, you know, need to deal with these work politics, and you're finding ways of how to deal with it better for your own mental health, and also just still being able to succeed at the other end without losing your own integrity. Today's episodes for you. Now, when we think about work politics, honestly, most of us it probably would agree with this is. Is these almost like unnecessary things that has nothing to do with the work itself, right? So if you're like trying to get something done, a project done,、uh, mix something, you know, push it out to market, whatever、um, thing that you're working on, typically work politics is another layer of complexity on top of that work that just either makes the entire process a lot more.、Um, Complicated and sometimes just elong in the entire process overall, and unfortunately, if you work at a you know typical corporation or you know honestly at any type of job, there's some sort of politics typically that goes on in it. And in order to be successful or at least be able to go about in your day to day, sometimes it is. Nice or beneficial to learn some ways to navigate that, and not lose yourself or, you know, be at the end of the promotional chain, like getting a promotion <laughs> with your manager. So first thing that I want to address is unpleasant people at work. So I'm talking about like the assholes at work that you have to work with. These are the people that who either are always out to get you. Try to fault you,、uh, put you on the spot, make you feel uncomfortable.、Um, they could, you know, say things about you that is not real, or you know, gossip about you or others around the work environment. Basically, those are the folks that just makes work so much more difficult to deal with day to day. It's like the people, and the very first tip that I have for you is. Rule number one: Stay calm. Stay calm. So, for example, if somebody is calling you out in an email or is triggering you in an email by either faulting you in something that you never did or say, or is basically trying to embarrass you in an email or trying to undermine you, right? Like make you feel less than or make you feel like they're dominating you. In an email, especially of course with an email that have a lot of your peers or even managers and stakeholders in it, the number one rule that I have learned through time that works for me and it's effective to me is staying calm by not replying right away. 
sometimes when we see that email come in or you know we're put on the spot we want to respond right away and typically we are defensive we are angry and we almost want to there's like this natural sometimes feeling when you're feeling defensive is that you then want to do the same thing to the other person or you want to one up the other person Um, and usually that doesn't help that doesn't help that doesn't actually allow the other person to respect you or hear you or other people to respect you because if the person that is trying to you know undermine you or call you out other people in the email or in the room typically already have a perception of that person is not doing the right thing so by you acting the same kind of like lowering yourself to their standard you are then now you know also in the wrong if people could already recognize that that person's already in the wrong so my number one recommendation is when you're in a situation where you feel like you need to react right away based on like what the other unpleasant person is saying to you or doing to you pause pause like you're probably you know feeling angry just my rule of thumb is like give yourself at least one day like sleep on it you know and then typically it's okay like when if it's like an email usually it's completely understandable and natural that people you know expect that you wouldn't need to respond right away within the same day usually the next day it's very common it's very normal so my rule of thumb that i find really helpful is that you sleep on it that night right so you could think about it you could think about how you're going to respond let that feeling go away because usually what i see and feel is that the first couple of hours you're going to feel very very enticed to want to reply right away you have all these things on your mind that you know what you want to say how you want to say it and at those moments you likely don't even care you know how you sound and like you know how you're coming off and like what's the point of saying all of that in the first place because you're so in that moment of just wanting to prove the other person wrong or something um and what happened usually is that i find myself like after the initial couple of hours and i then do something else or like try to you know reallocate my focus to something else i feel like usually i will come to a different perspective on things like you know like it will come to me that like you know that person is a nobody like why am i getting so like you know all like wild up over this person like this person literally is you know like who cares what this person thinks of me so what if this person is saying that about me like i know it's not true you know like i have ways to showcase that that's not true but like why am i getting so caught up and like want to sound angry back to this person right it's kind of like why am i steeping myself to that low like i don't even need to entertain that or i could just justify my position without um all of these emotions and attitude in place right so usually like after the initial couple hours i will come to some sort of like calmness where i get like i get reminded (laughs) of real life like okay yeah like think big repeat think bigger picture like remove myself from the immediate response and just think bigger like so what like for example usually when i do experience that type of like someone putting me on the spot or trying to like undermine me it's like by another peer you know like it's just another peer maybe from another team that trying to like show dominance of themselves 
And I think about it, it's like, okay, like, if that person's just being rude to me or trying to question my work, it's just, I just need to remove that, like, attitude, energy, and just focus on the work itself. You know, it's like, at the end of the day, we know what we bring to the table. If that person truly bring a lot more to the table, then that's great, right? But if I just feel like, okay, you know, I know my value. I know, you know, what I bring to the table. I'm just going to focus on that. Like, if you don't value my work and everyone else also don't value my work, then that's that's that, right? Like, let's think of something else. But if you're the only person who's pushing this while other people understand my work like why am I gonna let this one person get me down right so it's like usually after that first initial couple of hours there's like this bigger picture of reflection that usually come to play and by the time I go to bed I'm sure you know it comes in and out for me like I'll be like I feel a little better but then I will get you know like very like uh, wild up in it again um but usually you know by the like the night time or by the time I'm sleeping I try to, again, like make myself think bigger picture, not so immediate. Like what's the point of me almost like fighting with this other like peer of mine? Like for what? Like I'm not trying to prove myself to that person because at the end of the day, how this person sees me doesn't matter. You know, like she, he is not the person that would judge my work. Like, my work is not just for this one person, you know, to evaluate, right? So it's like, why do I need to care? Why do I need to get all caught up, basically, just to respond to this one person, right? Like, I'm just going to keep doing me kind of thing. And like, those type of bigger picture reflection usually happens. And by the time the next day comes, um, then I feel like I'm at a better mindset, a better place to respond. And typically, my rule number two (laughs) so rule number one is be calm um and then rule number two is um focused at at the work at, at hand like focus on the work at hand and state your intention here's what i mean right usually when people are attacking you or trying to undermine you i do think that there is this almost like a leg up when you just don't even entertain that type of attitude. You're just like, okay, you know, that's, it's kind of like, okay, that's beneath me. I'm just going to focus on the work at hand, which is what are we trying to solve here? So I'm usually trying to think about like, if we're disagreeing on something and you're giving attitude on something, I'm going to wipe all of that out. It's just focus on why are we even talking about this right now, right? Like, what are we trying to solve? If it's like completely unclear what we're trying to solve, I'm going to call that out. Like, okay, what is the challenge here? Um, How can I go about in helping and solving that? And then I would state my intention. Like if I'm very clear what they're trying to solve and I know my, how I'm able to contribute in that discussion, then I'm just going to make that very clear. Like basically, you know, in the professional way, I just want to say, look, I'm not trying to disagree with you, fight with you. My goal is just to help this project to help us get to the finish line quicker Like, so that will be my focus of like focusing on the work at hand. And then I'm going to state my intention, which is that is what I'm trying to do here. Basically, I'm not trying to fight with you or disagree. Mint doesn't matter. Like we could agree to disagree. But the point here 
of why we are even in the same room or you know email or in the same project is that we both have value to contribute to this project so let's just focus on that like basically let's remove our differences aside and just work together where it's needed right so like usually that's how i go about handling it so stay professional without basically um returning the negative energy without calling them out on like things and just focus on the work at hand and like my intention which is which is to solve the issue for the business or for the project whatever goal we're trying to do as you know co-workers so so that's my first two rule when it comes to dealing with like people that are just mean or rude or just like gives you attitude at work and here's a third tip on how to handle these people that i have found um, works for me um usually I also have a thing, even like in my personal life, I just don't allow that, right? Like when people are just like giving you attitude, trying to like undermine you and treat you bad. Um, in my even personal life, I try to remove myself from these people or I will speak up for myself to not allow that to happen. Of course, at work, it's not as easy as is it is in personal life sometimes, right? Because work, you try to stay professional. I mean, you can't like just cuss out somebody like you would in a personal life. Not that I cuss people out, I just kind of cut them out of my life. But at work, you definitely cannot and should not do that. Like cuss anybody out at all. Like my rule of thumb have always been like, be professional and be polite. Uh, but when people are being rude to you and when people are saying things that you feel like, wow, that is not cool, right one of my approach is that number one i will give them a chance by pulling them aside to tell them kind of like straight up what was not cool so let me give you an example so i was in a meeting and this is like fairly recent like a couple months ago um i was in a meeting with a group of people and the whole purpose of that meeting was that um uh that team wants to ask me and my team for our feedback on something so i was giving feedback and basically one of the person says something along the lines of like oh well we'll just talk to basically my manager's manager um since they're the one making decision or they're the one in power anyway so basically saying that like oh well your opinion don't really matter because what really matters is like what your boss and your boss's boss thinks so we're just gonna talk to them like go to straight to the source the people in power like this person literally said that and it just happens that that was already like two minutes over the meeting because there was a part of me at that moment like i felt like i was put on the spot like wait this person basically just straight up undermined me like not only just in front of these people but like straight up to my face that basically in a way saying what your feedback because i did just give a feedback that i think this person didn't really agree with so that's why this person said that but basically he's like okay well i don't agree so i'm just gonna talk to your boss's boss because that's whose opinion that truly matters because that's like the person in power and so since it was like already two minutes i didn't want to you know like cause a scene or anything like that but it just did not sit well with me at all and then the old me to be honest i would have not said anything because i wouldn't know what to say back then 
But the now me, one thing that I did have promised myself is that I do have to stand up and speak up for myself on things that I know are right, the the right things to do. And so what I've done is after that meeting, I pinged this person and I said, what did you mean by that, right? I basically repeated what he said. And I think as soon as I, 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 I said that, like this person knew what I was trying to get at. And to be quite frank, that was already like around 5.30 p.m. workday. So it was literally at the end of the day as well. Um, and I was in another meeting. So I also couldn't like respond back and forth very quickly. So basically at that point, we agree like we actually have another meeting the next day just between me and that person anyway. So we just said, how about we talk more about it the next day? And I was like, sure. The next day, as soon as I met with this person, I brought it up right away. I basically straight up said like, hey, you know the comment that you made yesterday? I repeated it and I said, it made me feel like you're trying to demiss my feedback. And I basically, the tactic that I used was like, one, I made it clear like what was the problem, right? Like I basically was clearly stating, hey, the comment that you made yesterday when you said this made me feel, right? So I wasn't accusing this person of like, oh, you were attacking me or you this and that. Like I'm not saying you did this to me or you did, like I'm not basically assuming his intention. I used the word, it made me feel like you were demissing, you know, dismissing my opinions when you said that right so it's like how his action made me feel the way I did right and it could be a completely not his intention but basically I was just explaining that that's how it came out of like how that's how it came out seeming like which I actually you know used that word too I was like it seemed like you were saying that because you know so it was kind of like explaining how it looked um and that honestly like you know again like years ago I don't think I would be able to do something like that like basically be able to confront people at work again in my personal life I would say I would do that more often especially with people that I do care about because I don't just want to like lose the friendship I want to be able to fix it so it's not like call them out to be mean it's like I want to talk about it because I want to fix it right but in the way that you're trying to be considerate you don't just say things like oh you you just did that that's not cool no like the approach matters um so like how you frame it how you say it it matters you know you don't want to make the other person immediately go to like defensive mode either right so because there could be a like a way that I misinterpreted that person's intention too right so it's just bringing up in a very civil way in case there was any kind of misunderstanding and also avoiding it from happening again because I didn't want to be in the meeting with this person again and this person just talks to me like that in front of everybody or even just with me individually it just wasn't cool to say like basically oh I don't want to talk to you I would just talk to your manager's manager it's like okay it just makes no sense like if that's the case why did you even invite me and my team to this meeting if you don't think our opinion matters right so anyway so I brought it up right away he knew what I was talking about he was like oh my goodness I'm so sorry I did not mean to come off like that right so right away I knew he wasn't trying to be mean or dismiss me um, and he was sorry, he even repeated it like a couple of times. And I was just, you know, telling, 
explaining how it came off like that and then you know he just basically you know just uh, acknowledge that that um he made me feel that way you know basically it was very professional and it ended up being a good conversation because i mean the premise of it is just i just want to number one made aware that like you cannot just do that you know like people notice and i'm gonna speak up right and i do think encourage that all of you also do that and it's also i think by you pulling this person aside one-on-one it gives that person a chance to like let their guards down as well because if they feel like you know they they are somehow unhappy with you like maybe what you thought the intention is actually accurate that is also give that space for that person to bring up something that maybe they feel towards you that you had no idea about right like maybe you have done something to them in the past without you being aware of or you know intended that that's why they're also maybe a little bit more like hostile or like have that attitude towards you right so I think that one-on-one time like that giving them a chance to address it together it's giving both of you a chance to see like can both of you work it out right because when it's one-on-one it really does open that door for both of you to speak more candidly without um having to put up a front you know because if 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 there's a group of people people get even more defensive like if you bring their manager in the picture or even another coworker, when there's like basically eyes and ears in your conversation it makes the conversation a lot more tense because it's no longer about how you truly feel and how they truly feel it's how both of you look almost right it's like you don't want the other person to think oh my god like you're just gonna let this person talk to you like that you know it just like adds another layer of like influence that it's just not necessary so i highly encourage that if you do have a disagreement or tension between you and another coworker, and you're like oh my god like i don't know why this person is feeling this way or doing this or acting this way towards me but I could just feel this like negative energy and tension like this person doesn't like me or whatever it is I highly encourage if you can right you know basically request to have like a one-on-one meeting and bring it up and address it and just be very mindful in the language that you use right just remember don't accuse the uh, the other person doesn't like you don't say like oh I know you don't like me like you don't know that (laughs) you don't know that so don't say things as if like you assume the other person is what you think they are right it's okay to say like hey I notice you know these type of behaviors for example and I wonder if it's this or this or that because it makes me feel this you know like it's more like a question without threatening the other person or making the other person feel defensive so I do think that if you do plan on you know going forward with this plan of like talking to this person one-on-one just think about how you want to start the conversation without making the other person feel defensive or that you're accusing this person of being mean to you just like like pretend almost like what if this is all a misunderstanding and this person does not not like you at all or trying to be an asshole to you at all right like give them the benefit of the doubt and then start your conversation with that mindset um to give both of you a chance to you know either fix any misunderstanding or just be more upfront in what caused the the real reason that caused the tension now 
I would say with my experience, because once I started doing this more, I would say the success rate of that, like you talking to that person that you're having tension with one-on-one, for me, I would say I have almost like 90 plus percent success, which is pretty high because number one, one thing I notice is that most people do not expect that the other person will talk to them one-on-one, address it head on. Like I could see that sometimes when I am this like upfront without again being mean or rude, um, I think they're surprised. Like most people at work, right? It's, I guess, I don't know about you, but like since we're talking about work politics is that a lot of people just gossip meaning they just talk behind people's back, right? Like you don't like someone or that person doesn't like someone. For some reason, they never tell that person, right? It's just like they talk about it in groups. They talk about it in hours, days, months, every time, you know, like how much they don't like that other person. But like, have they ever talked to that other person about it to maybe solve it, right? Like for whatever reason, the common is that they don't, they never actually talk to the other person. So I think that when you actually give yourself that bravery and encouragement that like, hey, you know, I'm just going to try to address the head on, not like there's nothing like starting a fight. No, zero. No, like none of this. Never the answer is any type of physical violence. Zero. So don't even think about it. Don't ever get into that. Okay, that's a big no-no. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm trying to say that be mindful in the way that you express um, your feeling and don't accuse the other person is doing these things to you because you could be misunderstanding or misreading the signals. Uh, but I do think that if you can't have the courage and a calm mindset to bring it up to the person that you feel like you are having these tensions or disagreement or you know just these unhappy feeling with just talk about it like a human like how you would maybe like when you and your best friend get into a fight um you know it could be very helpful because i would say like for me when i do do that approach again i only do it when it's completely necessary i wouldn't say like every minor thing like hey i don't like the way you said no like it's never right it's just really on things that I feel like, okay, I really need to speak up. Like I cannot, you know, allow that because that is like workplace bullying almost or something like something bigger to you that like, okay, that's truly not okay. Then, you know, you bring it up. Uh, but I would say it, it's, I think it works a lot. And most people, when you give them that like one-on-one space, it also make them feel less defensive. And yeah, like, and if, if they don't change, honestly, it's really up to them. At least you have brought it up and then made awareness of it. Then, then here's the thing. Then I think it's the right approach to then escalate to like people's manager, because I don't know about your company. My company, it's like very famous in just ex, um, escalating to people's manager right away. Um, I don't personally appreciate that. I think like, Again, like if you don't think this person is doing a good job or is doing the right thing or doing it in the right way, I do think that every person deserve that deserves that initial feedback, right? Like at least give them a clue that this is not working out, right? So if you like don't tell this person they have any type of issue or problem, it's like how do you expect this person to even fix it? Some people, they, they want to fix it. They just sometimes maybe really have no clue. 
right? So my rule of thumb is also like before you escalate to people's manager or sometimes even, you know, it's okay to like tell your manager what's going on just to like keep your manager in the loop. But to escalate to like other coworkers or like that person's manager, I really think that you should give that person the chance to either address the issue or correct the issue before you do the escalation. Um, that is my recommendation. I know this is, you know, something that other people have different approach because personally I have, you know, like I, I still stick by not escalating to someone's manager until after I have spoken to them about it in some way, shape or form, like at least gave them clues about what's wrong or what needs to be corrected. Uh, but for my own manager, I think I took a learning curve because like in the very beginning, of my career, I actually try not to like, to in my eyes, like bother my manager in things that I feel like I, I should handle myself. Kind of like when, if I feel like this person's being mean to me or like rude to me, um, undermining me, I feel like I almost felt like those were personal problems, if that makes sense, even though they're work people. And I felt like I should be able to handle these. So, I didn't even like intentionally not tell them. It's more like I just didn't want to bother them because I felt like it would be bad that I cannot handle it myself. So in the very beginning, I had this habit of not really talking about these things with my manager. And then, you know, actually kind of bite me in the butt one time when the people that I was having disagreement with, even though I knew it was not my fault, um, and I did so much of what I can and luckily everything was documented, but it came to a point where the other um, like person or party have then escalated to my manager and because that was the first time my manager heard it, that they heard the story and that time <laughs> I had one of the worst manager I ever had in my adult career. So it was not in my favor. So basically my manager took that party's side because that person raised it to, you know, my manager's attention first at the time. And so this person just almost believed them because it's like, oh, well, if it's not that, you know, I would have heard it from me basically, right? But because I haven't brought it up, you know, this person almost just didn't believe me. And it was a bad experience overall, to be honest. Um, at the end of the day, I was able to prove things because I have things documented. Like, it wasn't my fault. Like, you know, it was basically the other person is trying to say that, like, they're they're doing all their work, but I was, like, unhappy about it. But the reality is, like, they're not <laughs> doing their work. And luckily, it was all documented in, like, the progress, the process, how I try to help, what was directed, how the, th you know, all of that. Anyway, I don't want to bore you in, like, that specific detail because the idea is that then I also learned, like, keeping your manager in the loop of what's happening, it's also a good thing. Like, it doesn't mean that you need your manager to do anything sometimes, just, like, looping your manager in the loop of, like, hey, this person, I noticed that it seems to be an issue of this. And just keeping your manager and your team in the loop of what's happening so that if things get escalated or things are talked about, at least they have some sort of background story of what's happening is actually a good thing. And that's something that I've learned. 
in time. So like now I usually, you know, as soon as I kind of says something like, okay, this could be a potential issue in the future. I just, you know, flag it as like a FYI, like for your information, um, this is what's happening. Um, this is how I feel about it. That's the stand. Here's what I think is going to happen just for, you know, for your information kind of thing for your manager, just so your manager is aware of what's happening. Um, that's it. Like no action required. And if there is action required, then just let your manager know. Okay. So that's that part. Um, but all of which, as you could tell, speaking up matters, speaking up matters a lot. And some of you that have heard my previous episode, I did like an entire episode of like the importance of speaking up. But I would say navigating politics, one of the biggest thing I have learned is that if you are trying to survive in this like world, you got to speak up. Not only on, on like things that you see that are wrong, like everything that we just talked about in the last 30 minutes, but also on the good things, right? Like giving other people credit where it's due, praising for other people's work, encouraging for other people, and also advocating for yourself and your own work. And I could tell you, for me, one of the hardest things for me in my early career is advocating for my own work and speaking up for my own work. So there was a like, I went on pretty much years on end in my early career where I think most of my coworkers that like it's on my team, but maybe doesn't work with me day to day, like they probably had no idea of my role and what I did. And only the people like my manager and the couple people that I work really closely with on my project knows what I do and the value that I bring. But for the most people outside of that, they don't really know. And it's because I don't really like advocate my work like speak about my work unless it's asked um and due time I realized like that actually really really hurt me in these type of environment because people when they have absolutely no idea of what you do it also almost equals to they don't know the value that you bring like if they don't know what you do and they've been going on going about their day-to-day for so long they think that then what's the loss without you anyway right because they don't know what value do you bring? Like, what do you know? Um, and so for me, one of the hardest thing that like blocked me from talking about my work a lot is that I was just like, in my mind, I, I never wanted to be the person that, you know, kind of like goes around and be like, Hey, look at me, look at me. This is what I can do. This is what I've done. This, you know, kind of like show off my work. Like I hated that concept and I didn't want to. And there is this like, I think culturally, there is something embedded in me that I, I have this idea of like, oh, things should be earned. When I say earn, I just like, I, I want almost like things to come naturally where it's like, okay, if I really did a great job and people like just find it helpful, I want it to kind of almost be like a word of mouth, kind of like people understanding what I do and like spread it around instead of like just me going around talking about it. Right. So like that was a challenge for me for a long time. And I hear sometimes that's like a very actually common challenge for most people that like don't or aren't like extreme extrovert that like constantly want to just talk for the sake of talking, if that makes sense. Not not that all extroverts are like that, but I think for some extrovert, it's easier for them to talk about their work in a certain environment. 
I'm an introvert, by the way. So like, that's even like harder for me to to talk about it. So one thing that really helped me out in changing that, because this whole idea of talking about your work has a lot, you know, in this whole like navigating work politics. It's like, especially if you're in like working in a decent size, size company, like a mid-sized company or even like a big corporation, like you really, really need to learn how to do this is talking about your work. And for me, the the way that I was able to go about even talking about it is like switching my mindset and thinking that when I talk about my work, I'm just showing off to I am talking about my work because I want to help people. I want to help people either to learn, you know, whatever that I'm sharing so they could do their job either easier or quicker or faster or solve the problem that they are solving for. But like basically, it's this helpful mindset perspective. So I no longer see whenever I do a presentation, a training, and I have to speak about my work as a way to just like show off. Like basically, I'm just talking about my work for the sake of being recognized. Like no, no, like if that honestly was how I thought about it still, I I don't think I could still do it. But the way that I'm able to go about it is that at the end of the day, I ask myself, what are the things that I'm talking about? The things that I'm talking about are essentially the result of planning and the strategy that are with the goal to solve a certain kind of problem in either within the team, in the organization, within the business or whatever it is, right? And so I think about how does it matter to my audience, right? The people that are listening and consuming what I'm saying, like how does it help them, right? So my rule of thumb is that whenever I share something, um, in order to make it easier for me to talk about my work is that it's it truly it's a, it's a helpful perspective it's a helpful mindset it's like okay i am talking about this today in front of 100 people because i'm trying to help this 100 people do their job easier do even more amazing things that they already do even better right like and when i'm able to think about it that way i feel better about talking about it because really, that is the intent. And number two, that's the only reason why other people are listening to you anyway. Like they are, people are not going to listen to you just because they want to know like who the hell you are, to be honest. It's not about you. It's about what they can gain and learn from what the hell you're saying at the end of the day. Like when people just like show off and run around, talk about their work and they realize like there's what they're talking about has nothing to do with them. They're going to stop listening to this person. So when you constantly add value to the people that you're communicating on what you're doing to, and it's like helpful to them, they're going to start knowing who you are. They think you're helpful. They're going to start coming to you on best practices or your ideas or the approach and things like that. And that's how, you know, essentially, to be honest, in turn, you do actually get remembered and recognized Do those. Um, so that is one of the ways that really helped me navigate like talking about my work and feel confident in talking about my work because I mean at the end of the day your work is like your hard work of like whatever research or you know things that you have thought about already to solve a particular problem or like your ideas or whatever it is you already spend time doing that 
right? So whatever the outcome is, it's like you want to help either the company make more money or, you know, the company's customer happier or your internal team's processes even more efficient and easy and smooth. Like all of those, you know, are essentially the reason why you're working on whatever that you're working on in the first place. So now you just got to make sure you talk about it that truly in a way that allows other people to gain and benefit from every hard work that you have done. And I think through that mindset will help you feel more okay to talk about your work, share your work, and people naturally, as a result of you adding value to their lives and their day-to-day, that you will then get recognized and, you know, hopefully eventually brings you to the next level or, you know, wherever that you want to go from your career goal. So speaking up, again, um, in, in... unpleasant situation, giving that person a chance to talk one-on-one, being calm (laughs) throughout all of this is going to be very important, and also learning to speak up um, on your work. It's going to be very, very, very important. Um, And I'm going to end it here, but one thing that I, I, I am thinking about talking about in the next coming episode is also training on how to get comfortable in speaking with your colleagues, in meetings, with your coworkers, in certain settings, and also presenting. I know not all work require these areas, uh, but if you do work at a place where, let's say you feel um, sometimes have trouble speak up in meetings or present your work to people and how to talk about your work, I'm more than happy to share those because I went through those experiences myself. I used to have a very hard time even saying a couple of words in the meeting. Um, to now, I even just within the last two months, I presented to over 500 people. Um, I have been, you know, gotten a lot of positive feedback on the way I train, how I explain on things that's helpful to other people. So essentially, I want to share with you what I have learned and how I gone through this journey of learning and pushing myself to speak up how I could go about in not only speaking up in situations with people one-on-one but learning to speak in like big meeting situations sharing your ideas framing what you're trying to say in the way that's easy to understand and also how to go about when you're actually having to speak in front of a larger group of people um so happy to share those with you in the next episodes but for this episode i hope that it helps you i hope that these gave you tips and some thinking um, of how you could then potentially approach and navigate your work politics because i know it's not easy and it could be so draining because we work so much in our lifetime and it's just good to be able to you know go about in these challenges in the way that really helps uh, make day-to-day easier So I hope this is helpful to you. If you have certain topics that you're interested in and you want to hear more about, feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram at realthingsyoushouldknow. And I will talk to you all soon. Bye.